Welcome back to Probably About Politics. This episode, Sortition, because we're now thinking about some new ideas in democracy, also known as the earliest form of democracy, Sortition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're taking something incredibly old and making it new, or pretending it's new, I guess. This is what political scientists do, I think, generally. (laughs) They think of new ways to count votes. Yep. They don't think of any ways to make things actually better. <laughs> and then they just repurpose like three, four thousand year old Athenian democracy over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, it's a, you know, it's a mixed bag. We, they, they did die out eventually. Um, and then we didn't try and do it again. But I mean, that's all that it is. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. You take everybody's name, you put it in, you mix the bag, and then you draw out as many as you want. All right. All right. We're expanding our minds on democracy. Probably about politics. We're all about voting, but you know what? Now we're opening the door. I think you know. This this episode is how uh, your votes don't matter. Politicians are all corrupt, and if we're just going to randomly select from the political class, we might as well allow Joe the plumber a say, a real say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, Kaylee, mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't done an episode in a long time. No, it's been are a- you okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, it's just you know the summer. It was busy. Uh, but we're coming into a hot election season here. I have to vote right, soon. Right, you're in the midst. Yeah. You're in the midst of a pandemic election. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. I think I'm going to vote. I thought you said you voted early. I'm, I haven't voted oh, yet. Okay. I said I'm going to vote. Okay. But they, I keep getting these ads that say vote early. And then whenever they say vote early, I think and often, which is not true. You, you should vote once, but you but... should do it. <laughs> You should, or you should just leave it up to chance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just in their current. So, anybody who's listening, uh, we do not have any. There's no sortition uh, place where you can vote or where you can randomly be selected to be a part of a governing body at this point. So, you do still have to vote. But this is an idea about potentially, you know, that, that thing that we've in, encased in gold, this idea of voting that uh, might challenge that. So, you say that. But in municipal elections, mm. I mean, I know that the it's a New Brunswick f- provincial election right now, but in Ontario and New Brunswick, mm. at the municipal level in both provinces, yes, randomness is used to decide municipal elections. If there's a if there's an exact tie in votes, it's just a coin flip, and that's how they decide. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true, and 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 to a certain degree, on small scales, uh, sortition itself occurs in some countries but no way in the like like in athens when it was the way of governing is 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 it how it exists now all right all right all right all right we'll get into this we'll get into this <laughs> we'll get into this but we're jumping ahead sortition is just the thing everybody wants to talk about yeah i think everybody i've talked about it with i'm like hey what do <laughs> you know because i walk up to people <laughs> I'm like hey what do you think about this weird thing and they're like alex you <laughs> need to find better ways to start conversations <laughs> with people that just ask them yeah. about what they think about your podcast. But when I do talk about them like this, when they decide to answer me instead of just walking away, mm-hmm. uh, I think generally people are like, yeah, I guess, but no. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. it's always followed with like, that sounds cool, but definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem, uh, yeah, it does seem like... Everybody's really interested in learning what it is, but yeah, it does fundamentally, it, it just completely changes the whole idea behind what we currently do. It, it would be a pretty big 
overall. And it goes, I mean, like, it, it, it's really going from, like, where we have talked about different systems of voting that you could change to. It's like, no, nah, throw that yeah. all out. Let's let's get rid of it. I think it just makes us all realize, like, you know, when you say stuff to people and then they get kind of defensive because mm-hmm. they know the truth. Like, they know that they're definitely <laughs> wrong about this thing, but it's like a deep-seated belief that yeah, they have, yeah. so they don't so they get upset. Uh, uh, that's what talking about sortitions like. It's like, everybody knows that it's basically random when we select politicians anyway <laughs> our votes basically don't matter uh, and so you screw it but then it's like man that feels bad to really realize anyway but alex we'll you've, get to you've really we'll get to drunk you really took the punch and <laughs> and drank it on this didn't you <laughs> yeah so you're so in the new brunswick provincial election mm-hmm. right now um are there any new exciting things that they're doing to try and combat the spread of i mean i know that there's not very much unspoken unspoken pandemic in new brunswick yeah um but is there anything being done like other than waiting in lines to vote six feet apart it seems like uh from what i've seen mostly it is a bigger push at for advanced polls um the fact that you can just drop off you can vote at any time at um at your your voting officials like office if you you find out where that is you could go in and vote um and mail-in ballots i can't remember the name for the voting official anyway it doesn't matter you uh, say that like if you find out where that is like it's a puzzle like <laughs> well like sometimes it's not it's not usually they don't usually have like a big sign or anything like you could in the it's it's just where the offices are that are like running the elect the election in your riding right um so like it's usually yeah. in a strip mall like the one in my riding is in this like strip mall with like a dive bar and like nothing else really in it um nice yeah uh, that's in <laughs> in hanwell if you're a voter listening from hanwell you can go there uh it's very close to the pancake house you're gonna know where it is if you live at hanwell right you can go vote and then go grab a drink when you realize that <laughs> votes don't matter. <laughs> but, so I say yeah. this right now. I say like you're statistically insignificant. Nobody cares. But I have a bunch of like examples coming up that I'm going to drop on you, Kaylee, about how like coin flips and sortition and randomness actually happens pretty regularly in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, so your vote does matter. Go vote, please. Please go vote. <laughs> yeah, your vote matters. But there are lots of, uh, there are lots of, like, not anomalies, but ways that our system works that are, are not as, like, simple as just counting all the ballots. Uh, and, and it's, you know, there's a good reason to question whether or not it's democratic. And really, we've only ever, we sort of have a short memory, but de- democracy only really picked picked up in the 1900s we we really have not been doing this that long it's not actually it it feels like oh we've got to be doing this because we've been doing it forever but it's a fairly new agreement uh in in yeah the world i was is it taboo to talk about other podcasts on your podcast but i was listening to a podcast recently (laughs) (laughs) about music Mm -hmm. and how like kind of like experimental musicians or people who are on the vanguard mm-hmm. of like pushing onto digital platforms mm-hmm. um and this one guy was talking about like how like twitch streaming as a musician especially in this time when there's no live shows or anything mm-hmm. it's like i've just like built this audience where like i can just like play music with them and they can like talk back to me about like what i should do and then like the next day i can you know workshop that and come back and be like 
to a specific user be like, Hey, I did this to this thing and mm-hmm. I took your advice and it sounds cool. And it's kind of this. And he was like, you know, I see music like the album kind of going away mm-hmm. and this like constant interaction and um, kind of like streaming method overtaking the album. Mm-hmm. And he was like, when I say this to people, people look at me like I'm crazy, but we've only had albums for like a hundred years. Yeah. And before that, like the idea of like a 45 minute like recording of music that you release and it sounds the same every time you do mm-hmm. it, that never existed. Yeah. And so, you know, to your point, we do have this very short memory of like, well, this is the way we've done it. Yeah. And so there's not like before that everybody in the past was stupid. They had bad ideas. And now (laughs) we have good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Like before World War Two. Yeah. A lot of there's not even a no real one country has enough democracy that I imagine that many historians would be able to predict a whole lot like there's still new things that can come out of that i also find that sometimes we we talk about sometimes quote-unquote new democracies but on the scope of history every country's kind of a new democracy and it is pretty uh it's 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 pretty high and mighty for anyone any one country to be like well we've got this figured out this is clearly the best way um and it's the only way Mm. because we haven't we literally uh like decided to do this 100 years ago and at best 100 years ago canada didn't start really doing this that long ago either so yeah like democracy including Mm -hmm. not land-owning men yeah were able to vote as is super yeah like i guess we're kind of getting into sortition talk already so welcome back (laughs) (laughs) um but to that i think first of all did you know, I found this out today on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. The word democracy yeah. is has like 2,500 different modifiers that are found in English that go in front of the word democracy. Oh, okay. It's like, like when we talk about democracy, there's like liberal democracy, yeah. unliberal democracy, uh, workplace democracy, mm-hmm. and like all these different types of like, when you say democracy, what is that? Absolute democracy representative democracy like all of these things are like we think this is a democratic system Mm -hmm. but really when you look at it like when you look at like westminster the westminster system Mm -hmm. which is a type of democracy it's like well why is our upper house selected and not elected Mm -hmm. like that doesn't make any sense why do we have a governor general especially like that's coming into the news a lot recently (laughs) of like why is this person just selected that gets the really the final say on prorogations of parliament and actually at some point does have weirdly actually things to say sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where you wouldn't really expect it um especially i mean sortition has been brought up multiple times about um reformations for the house of mm-hmm. lords in the uk which is like has um like lords temporal and lords um like religious lords mm-hmm. as well so there's like all these people from the Church of England who yeah. are in the House of Lords and uh, hereditary lords who just are lords because of who their parents were, which is a different type of randomness, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like Very representative. Like, we think, yeah, exactly. You think we're like, yeah, we have democracy. But I mean, the most recent uh, uh, federal election in the United States and the most recent federal election in Canada, both of the leaders of our two countries mm-hmm. now, their parties received fewer votes right yes like in the in the most recent canadian election the liberals did not receive the most votes Mm -hmm. but justin trudeau is 
prime minister and Donald Trump is president yeah after famously receiving three million votes fewer <laughs> yeah and similarly in both of those elections we uh we had the son of a former prominent politician uh and leader win and the wife of another run didn't she didn't win but you know there it's it's all in the family in a lot of uh, a lot of these democracies exactly so I mean I guess if we're gonna talk about um why sortition is put forward mm-hmm. right as, as, as what are the what are the things that it is supposed to be curing and this is one of the things is that currently there is a political class mm-hmm. right and i mean we talked about this on the show regularly i yeah. think about getting more people involved and how you can run in um, local elections we've talked about people who have run in elections and what their experiences were and how they had basically no background in politics and they just kind of jumped in and tried and tried it. Um, and even in those cases, it always requires some very specific set of circumstances to kind of align, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like when you look at parliament, right? It's either people who had a lot of money and have law degrees mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> or their parents were um, politicians or like their families are not necessarily politicians but are involved in politics in some way or at least like at the municipal level and they run at a federal level or career politicians who um have gone on from like municipal politics provincial politics to federal politics Mm -hmm. and people talk about a lot you know i i mean it's kind of interesting at the most recent conservative leadership race right Mm -hmm. there was like leslin lewis was kind of like an outsider yeah she came up and everybody was like, this is kind of wild that this completely like newcomer to politics really um, is doing so well. Mm-hmm. But of course, completely destroyed by the <laughs> career yeah, politician. Yeah. No tool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not career politician. He had a career previous to that in the military. Um, but I mean, going from the military into politics is not exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you were uh, in the right class. Unknown route. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But so I think maybe we should step back for a second though and really dive explain what sortition is i guess for the listener who is perhaps you know is like wow it sounds like a great idea this sounds great what is it what is it what is it (laughs) right so so basically it's (laughs) trying it's trying to solve this problem basically of just the same people getting elected all the time Mm -hmm. and whether or not that is really representative of who quote the people are mm-hmm. right um so sortition is essentially you just randomly select from the from some population mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to select randomly from the entire population mm-hmm. um you may only want to select from the population that is above the age of 18 yeah <laughs> <laughs> you may want to only select uh from some population of uh like in the states they've talked about this where each state um, chooses the pool mm-hmm. and then from that from that state's pool um, congress people are selected and then those states can then choose by whatever process they want so you could potentially at that type of level have an election at the state level to select who the pool of you know mm-hmm. 10 people are that could be senators and then at the federal level then those senators are randomly selected to have two of them yeah um and so nobody votes like in in the perfect in the perfect sortition the original athenian version which i mean was not from the entire population no. it had to be a land owning 
male citizen, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty narrow um, for sure. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody gets together. They put their names in a hat or I guess some sort of helmet or vase probably in ancient Greece. Who knows? <laughs> well, I think it was some sort of board. I, I'll see if I could find an image to put in the newsletter. But I And they had a word for it, but I didn't write it down. Uh, but it was a big board with like lots of uh, little slots in it. And that's how they selected it somehow. Yeah. And so then you just select these people. And then, I mean, as I said, there's like 2,500 different modifying words that go in front of democracy. So in sortition, you can then have all different types of things. So then it might be these people are elected or chosen and then they serve for four years at a time or maybe it's a lifetime appointment and then you can step down whenever you want or maybe it's the entire um it's like basically would be the entire parliament or instead of being the entire parliament it's some advisory council to the parliament so that you kind of have the quote people's voice always always available um so it's basically just making it so that instead of having to constantly say hey we need more diverse voices, more diverse opinions, different people running for office, which it seems like we're constantly trying to push for. Yeah. We're throwing that all away and saying, hey, we're just going to pick people. And it might be, hey, we're going to pick people from all of these different professions. So there's one person from each profession who goes. Or, you know, you can break up how it's randomly selected by hundreds of different ways <laughs> in all examples of it it's always done in a different way yeah um, but but yeah and, and it, is, it has been done and it can you can I, I i saw a lot that were saying you could use stratified random sampling so to make sure that you're getting equal and balanced uh from all sections of society um yeah it, it it does seem like it maybe gets more challenging the bigger the the body that you're trying to select yeah, I mean, there's kind of a sweet spot, right? Because yeah. if you're if you're selecting for a really small body, then it can really it's really hard to have good representation because, mm-hmm. like, statistically, it's easier to pick if you're p- selecting only two. If you're selecting one person by sortition, mm-hmm. then you're definitely it's definitely not going to be representative. No. If you select five people out of all of Canada, say, that's not great either. No. But if you're trying to select a ton of people, yeah. um, then I mean, the issue then is. I mean, basically, the main issues that people bring up about sortition. Let's. I think it's always. I, I'm pretty enthusiastic about yeah. <laughs> sortition. <laughs> so I think it's always useful when somebody thinks something's good for them to talk about why it's bad. Yeah. Like take the uh, the opposition point. Um, and people say that you know misrepresentation is possible, like you just said. Um, I mean the statistics don't necessarily show that like there are easy ways to get around it Mm -hmm. um it's not but then but then it's difficult because then it's not like perfectly random right and then it's who's choosing how random it is and that has this bias involved um but spoiler the way that we do it right now isn't very democratic anyway so if it's (laughs) that's the thing is when we try to put in new things we always want them to be perfect yeah instead of just better than what we have Mm -hmm. anyway so yeah misrepresentation is a possibility um but it's statistically unlikely and i mean sure that's just something that could happen currently there are statistically unlikely things that lead to misrepresentation all the time like the leader of our country not having received the most votes to be (laughs) to be prime minister like okay we accept that as misrepresentation but it's fine (laughs) yeah i think Um, i think i i generally see i see like a lot of the the points i think that Something that I was sort of, I think people 
can be a bit all or nothing with uh, Sortition in that, like, it uh, it does have, as you were saying, it does have challenges. Like, there are things that we have to think about. So it isn't really, a, it's not a cure-all. Like, there's still going to be issues. Mm-hmm. Like, effectively, gerrymandering uh, can still happen, but perhaps in many different ways in that you, like, it's setting parameters around yeah. how you're going to select somebody. Um, like, for example, with the different states being allowed to uh the idea of different states being allowed to select people and then uh them getting elected voted for congress mm-hmm. like who sets those parameters in the first place yeah. um there was like an interesting thing that i read that was talking about uh the ability to get people who are in sort of smaller cases where it's occurred actually i think would be interesting so i read a lot about ireland um because they essentially created a citizen uh, assembly uh to mm-hmm. uh to go over the issue of uh abortion which was going to go up for a referendum and and so th- it, it it seemed to create a fairly like harmonious panel of people who came to an agreement that actually bore out when the referendum took place but another once they sort of dug into it a lot of the the citizen or the citizens that were involved turned it had a hard time recruiting people who were able able and willing to commit their time to that. So then it becomes what sort mm-hmm. of person do you convince? Do you ultimately end up doing, as we were saying, with voting? It's it's the people with the time, the money, the the desire to be in that position and, and previous role models, right? So do you end up just recreating that scenario in certain situations, I guess? Yeah, the support for the people who get chosen mm-hmm. is difficult, right? Um, so if, so if we just go over a couple more disadvantages, Mm -hmm, right? So that is one of them is that the people who, um, get selected may not be very enthusiastic in their role. Mm -hmm. If their role is to go and vote on things in Ottawa once every two months or something, everybody gets together, um, and goes to parliament. It might be that you have a totally different job or maybe you have kids or you're doing something else in your career and you don't want to be to be interrupted for two years as you have to go serve in parliament, right? Um, and so the people that you choose may not be very enthusiastic in their role. And so then you get this same issue, which I mean, it's, it's an issue, but it's basically just recreating what we already mm. have, but also giving some more people a chance. Yeah. Right. So it's not perfect. But I'm not sure that it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I, I I tend to agree. I think it uh, that's true, and that could be just an issue of, of figuring out how do you compensate, how do you, do you build in leave, and and all those sorts of factors. Yeah. Um, that would re- be required to be added on to it. I guess the other thing that I think about as well, like when we we're talking about like uh, when I mentioned like the how do you select the people in the first place, is then. Once they're in there, um, and they talk, I talked. They talked about this with the Ir- Ireland, which I, I was reading about extensively, but I heard about it um, in a couple other sources. In so the idea, a lot of the for a lot of like, if they're dealing with a specific issue, was that these people could then be really educated, like being given uh, materials and time to mm. learn on the issue, and then in Ireland they came up with a report and their recommendations, and then that informed what was put up for the referendum. Um, but the question yeah. then becomes, who are the experts? How do you select the experts? Which is all, again, not yeah. necessarily a problem, but something that we have to remember in implementation, I guess. 
Yeah. So the idea of uh, sortition just becoming a technocracy, basically, yeah. right? Of just these people come in and they're like, oh, I actually don't know how to do mm-hmm. this. And then you have these longtime civil servants who are in who are in place mm-hmm. who are then like, okay, this is how we do it actually. And they're kind of just like feeding them how they do mm-hmm. it. And then it's not actually those people yeah. run, um, running the country or making the choices. Um, I guess the argument against this is that Arguably already happens. Current politicians are <laughs> potentially incompetent. <laughs> but yeah, totally agree. That I feel like it just comes down to whether like how much you believe in your fellow citizen. And I mean, right now, it's like, I already trust that you have enough information to vote for somebody mm-hmm. who's just going to, who's basically doing that, but upstream right so they're telling you all this potentially bs to get you to vote for them Mm -hmm. um and then they go in they go they just get into power instead of you being in power and having them tell you their opinions and then you get to your say kind of yeah um so it's kind of just flipping the order in which the bs flows up or downstream (laughs) (laughs) i guess potentially right yeah and (laughs) but i i think that to me, the major disadvantage of sortition is that you don't have to, there is no chance to get reelected, mm-hmm. right? I mean, in in 100% sortition. We can talk about ways that it doesn't make up the entirety yeah. of the body necessarily, but is the mm-hmm. unaccountability of the people who are chosen. So you don't have to, you really don't have to compromise yeah. in any way. You don't have anybody to look out for, which, I mean, I think that most people are reasonable moderate Mm -hmm. in general and i guess it really comes down to whether or not you can you can really believe that and stomach that about people and be like hey i totally trust that you (laughs) will perform with like the like the goodness of others in your heart Mm. and that you will be even though you get to make whatever choice you want you don't you're not beholden to anybody you're not trying to get reelected, so you don't have to be moderate in what you do or um, charitable in what you do um, I think in general, most people are reasonable, kind <laughs> souls, you know, yes. um, <laughs> which Kumbaya. may be a naive way to approach it. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary. But I mean, yeah, that's that's a major, major, major criticism is that there's no accountability. You show up, you say mean things to people everybody else is also hateful mm-hmm. duplicitous person <laughs> I mean, treachery abounds in parliament and you know but i mean if you have like 300 randomly selected people is everybody going to be hateful in the same way maybe i mean the treachery of the majority is fine <laughs> yeah that happens so sure <laughs> there, there have been um sort of a, a few a number of studies that talk about group consensus and how like just just as human nature eventually you're going to want to come together to a compromise once yeah. put into a group typically in uh in in situations that are sort of low stakes and all that sort of thing like there's a uh i think it's called single peakedness or something like that where you all come together to the mm-hmm. idea that you're mo- you can most agree yeah. on um eventually and and that's what happens when that is sort of the um, like I, I was I, you know I was teasing you earlier, but like that is sort of the human nature, the 
goodness in humans or or just the general like willing or group and or group creatures who like to compromise and and get along so Mm -hmm. we can come to the best solution and if you in theory if you expand that out to your society and it's representative then you're coming to the solution that broadly your society would agree to it comes back to i think the the mindset with which you approach it is that our current political system is extremely adversarial Mm -hmm. right yeah it's like our side versus your side normally you're not even voting for who you want you're voting for who you don't want you're voting against things instead of voting for things that you want but i mean we've talked about um, methods of democracy like consensus government previously Mm -hmm. yeah which are all about not having necessarily one central leader and everybody having something to say and even if it takes a long time to come to consensus eventually you can reach it if the way in which you're interpreting what people are saying and the fact that you don't have money coming from different sides where you have to please this major donor or this special interest group if you take those outside influences out of it Mm -hmm. it may naturally like if you remove corruption Mm -hmm. right there's a potential that you could you could come together more easily and also because you don't have to be loyal to this potentially dogmatic political party, mm-hmm. right? There's no whip telling you how to vote. Yeah. If you're voting the way that you want to vote, mm-hmm. people change their mind. I think people change their mind a lot more than institutions yeah. and people change their mind a lot more than political parties do. Um, like generally, like a politician may say one thing and then they'll come back and toe the party line afterwards, right? Yeah. It's, I, I, Okay. There are certain political parties that flip-flop on things, right? But generally it's a certain politician in that party yeah. that flip-flops. And there's kind of a there's kind of a mainstream view within that party that over time people direct themselves towards. But individuals, your conscience, you can change your mind on things mm-hmm. and there's kind of like guiding principles within you. yeah i know it all sounds well, so like wishy-washy and lame when you say it out loud but i mean come on well no i, I you just gotta yeah. believe in your fellow citizen to do the right thing and be smart and cool and it's fine <laughs> well i think our our party system takes advantage of that group mindedness that we desire but puts it into yeah into factionalism whereas this the idea here is that you could go in without that group but create effectively your own group which is just is society um rather than parties um and you're working together on those issues mm. but I, and you, you can come in you don't have an agenda that you're previously held to which on the flip side mm-hmm. is something to think about is that we, when you you did dip into uh the real like you can't get reelected like reelection is your like did I do good moment, right? Like your, uh, your, yeah. your, uh, like report card on how it went. And, and there's no, in, in sort of tr- in pure sortition as we're speaking at, of it, there is none of that. There's no voting is, uh, is as I think Aristotle said, like, a the method of the oligarchs because it just gets the rich in and the, <laughs> the people in the power class in, but it does at least give you a chance at some point to feel like as a citizen, you are saying what you want. You are, you know, because in a sortition system, you and I could never, could potentially never end up in the seat of power. It's just, there's a potential we could, which is about the same amount mm-hmm. as there currently is for both of us. Uh, potential that we could end up <laughs> like it's, it's, we're at the same level, but we just would never get a chance 
to go vote, I guess, or to go mm-hmm. say in in sort of a formal process. I, I assume we could still protest, but you know, who knows what happens in this uh, world? But so I think a couple of things. One is that it is it is kind of like voting is whether or not you did a good job, and also on on the politician's point, and also Ideally. the politician has yeah. But like the politicians also have to table the legislation and choose what to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I see a lot of politicians currently who are politicians because that's kind of what they do, but mm-hmm. there's no reason why. Yeah. Like I there's no, like I don't see a convincing argument necessarily for why like like justin trudeau doesn't necessarily strike me as a guy who's like these are my ideals which i wish to reach Mm -hmm. and through my election and becoming the leader of the party i will move like society towards this goal i think currently there's something wrong and i need to change it right and like like aaron o'toole who was just elected (laughs) leader of the conservatives right yeah like he like recently he was just like I'm really happy this other guy didn't run because then I he probably would have beat me mm. and it's like well I mean like what the hell are you talking yeah. about don't, like don't you believe in <laughs> what you said this, enough to yeah yeah like you're glad that this potentially better candidate didn't run because they would have beat you like don't you want your party to do the best that they can don't you want like the best person to be the leader like. I, it's just like I don't see like a convincing argument mm-hmm. for why he's like like what does he stand for why so like I I get like I see that there's an issue with just having ra- like normal random people show up and be like I don't really have any problems or care about anything so I'm not really going to table interesting legislation but mm-hmm. like I see that in so many of our politicians now it's like I'm I'm the guy because I just want to be the leader. I don't know. I thought it was my time. <laughs> and just like so many people are unenthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Biden. Why does like what is he trying <laughs> to gain out of being president of the United States? <laughs> or like there are, are there many like enthusiastic Biden supporters out there really? Have you talked to an enthusiastic Biden supporter <laughs> ever? <laughs> No, not really. I mean, I'm not American, so I guess if any of our American listeners, like, I guess they were the memes, but... like you know, when he was leave, when Obama was leaving office, it was like, oh, fun Joe. But yeah. okay, anyway, the enthusiasm of politicians is low, and I think that could be an issue with uh, with just like random citizens going in. But if we talk about kind of the nitty gritty of actually how this would be done, because I don't think there's really that much chance of like or even if it's a good idea mm-hmm. to have the entirety of all of our laws be made by just randoms a mm-hmm. hundred a hundred people 300 people yeah. thousand people just show up you know whatever they don't know what they're doing they're incompetent they don't represent us properly they're illegitimate because we didn't vote for them they don't give a crap that they're there they're unaccountable they're not gonna <laughs> they don't have to get reelected, right yeah so what are ways in which sortition may be implemented that are kind of a little more a little a little more lukewarm introduction (laughs) (laughs) right yeah um there's a couple interesting ones i think Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them you've already touched on is the like citizen assembly Mm -hmm. group that comes together and then they provide ideas for things to have referendums Mm -hmm. now what is the difference between a randomly selected group of people that represent everybody 
voting on something and having an entire referendum where everybody votes on it money in my eyes yeah it costs way <laughs> less to have just 100 people do yeah. it and also i don't know i guess i just like trust the, t- the statistics more that like yeah most of the time it'll work out basically the way it is mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I mean, that's kind of an interesting way to do it, right? Is like you have these randomly chosen people. Then it's like the people's voice. What do we really want? And then we send that to a referendum and then the people get to decide. It costs $30 million (laughs) and it comes down with not a big enough. And then it comes down like 50-50 basically. And it's basically a coin toss anyway. (laughs) Your entire, your entire like supranational group is leaving the largest trade union in the world (laughs) yes so i think that an interesting i think i talked about it a little bit earlier but ireland is an interesting way of looking at this because i think it it's interesting because there is an argument like ultimately ireland uh had a referendum on their eighth amendment which was about uh basically uh abortion policy in uh ireland and so they did, they assembled one of these citizen assemblies, um, and then they, w- the assembly met on weekends. They saw like, I think 40 experts in medicine, law and expert and, and ethics. Um, and they went through, uh, and in theory, it, the idea was that it would be the broadest possible cross section of Irish people that you could possibly get. Don't know how broad that is, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's you know, a lot of people. Um, and and they they talked about it, and then they came up with their recommendations, and uh, then it went to uh, their parliament, and they decided they took on a lot of that information in order to frame the referendum. Mm-hmm. It it's an interesting. Uh, it was interesting in part because it's one of the few times that it hasn't been an NGO that organized it. it was actually the state that organized it. So it was the government putting together and selecting the people versus an outside organization, uh, which is better for trust and, and such in theory. And, and it was a, it, it captured what initially like a lot of like pundits and pollsters sort of thought was maybe a liberal result. <laughs> They're like, I think this might be too far left. It turned out it was not that the margin that the assembly came down on was very similar to the margin that the referendum came down on. Um, but mm-hmm. what I thought was interesting is what one of the articles said is maybe it wasn't so much that this group of people, like they did come together to this, but they didn't necessarily sway the people or it wasn't really be- revealing anything very dramatic. Just that it, it, it maybe is undercutting the fact that in Ireland, there had been work for many, many years to get the population to move yeah. in one direction. And it gave the politicians in the parliament to do this citizen assembly anyway, it gave them confidence to do it. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it gave them a sense of what was really happening. And they could say, yeah, we'll do this. We feel we're not going to be cautious yeah. and conservative about this anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny when people sit down and really think about things and have the facts presented to them that they come to maybe a too liberal <laughs> finding. <laughs> yeah. But turns out that's a discussion yeah. for another pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is actually something that's adopted in some other places too at municipal levels. Mm-hmm. Like in Vancouver, this happened as well. And some yeah. other locations in British Columbia where there was a citizens assembly put together that was randomly selected. Uh, generally nothing so much comes from it mm-hmm. because they're like hey we should put this to a referendum and then again the actual elected legislature has to vote whether or not to put that to a referendum yeah. and they're like ah no <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, so, I mean, that happens. Um, it's interesting that those things still get together because, I mean, it doesn't cost a lot of money, right? Like, it's not a bad mm-hmm. thing to have these other people involved. And like you like you just said, there, there are places in which sortition happens. Like you just said, you put together this group that represents the the reasonable the average reasonable person Mm -hmm. like the average reasonable person from ireland and then you get these experts who argue both sides in front of them exactly like a jury Mm -hmm. which is randomly which is selected by lot Mm -hmm. right yeah (laughs) you randomly select people like i mean if we just choose 12 random people that in some countries those 12 random people get to decide whether or not we kill somebody or not yeah i mean we we can make the legislature legislature up of them, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, it does have. Uh, I mean, it, you, so you're, you you laugh, but it does. It depends on to me. It depends a bit on how complex you're getting, right? Because juries do at juries of your peers at times do get it wrong because the issue was too complex or too uh, or poorly explained or or or, or mm-hmm. a number of factors um, which you don't want. So I, I mean, it's it's it i think that the faults in in jury selection should somewhat be considered in the in because in jury selection you can also you can take people out right like if if you mm-hmm. the defendant and the uh, uh the pers- prosecution are like no nah, this is a bad person we could get rid of them so <laughs> like is that built into your selection process for sortition i guess um how does compensation work that sort of thing uh but these are all important yeah. factors to consider i mean juries get stuff wrong because often juries are trying to decide super ambiguous confusing things that don't (laughs) it's like who can possibly get this right Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of things i think a lot of legislation um is not very ambiguous it makes sense Mm -hmm. um more or less uh but there are definitely like loopholes and stuff Mm -hmm. that people will put into things that are very difficult and take teams of specialists to suss out and understand yeah um which which is an issue also how broad right sometimes i know the implication Mm -hmm. for something based on my perspective but i don't necessarily know the bigger implication i guess like i i can only see as much as i know i guess yeah like there's often it's amazing to me how many like small like you're like, wow, that entire thing is a business. That's an entire field in itself. Yeah. And you're like, we could do this. And it's like, you can't do that because that affects this entire industry in a different way that all rely on this one thing happening mm-hmm. this one way. And if you change that, mm-hmm. nothing works anymore. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess I didn't think about it. Enough. Yeah. I, so I don't know if we can pro- promise with sortition that things will go faster. The pace may still oh, be very similar. no. Yeah, we're probably slow. So I think an interesting way that I saw of selecting legislation mm-hmm. or legislatures is that the amount of the legislature that is made up of randomly selected people is directly tied to voter turnout. Mm-hmm. So if you don't vote, your percentage of voter turnout goes towards, hey, I'm not voting. I don't care who's there. Mm-hmm. So if you get 70% voter turnout, then if you had, you know, a 100-person assembly, mm-hmm. 70 of those seats are made up by probably proportional representation of on lists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have 
30 seats in the legislature that are made up of randomly selected citizens. Okay. So it's like, if you're not voting, you're saying, I don't care. Yeah. So then <laughs> we don't care either. We're just going to put whoever in there, <laughs> um, which I think is like, yeah. If people don't care who the heck gets elected, yeah. just put whoever in. It basically won't affect them, <laughs> especially because then it makes it like a mi- it makes it a minority, mm-hmm. a potentially powerful minority. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you get like regularly, that would be somewhere between thirty and forty percent of most governing bodies would be made up of randomly selected citizens. If anything, it would increase voter turnout quite a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because people would be like, I don't want my vote to be being like actively <laughs> wasted instead of just passively wasted. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a super interesting way of increasing voter turnout and also get like getting more people involved in that insofar as if not enough people are involved because people aren't voting Mm -hmm. we're gonna force people to be involved by putting them (laughs) we're gonna put you right in parliament if you guys aren't voting so it's like it's this positive feedback yeah of like it's like the more people don't vote the more people we force to be super involved so then they're gonna go back to their communities and maybe they're gonna be really involved in politics and then more people will start voting so then it it Mm -hmm. balances itself kind of right yeah, I don't know. That was that blew my mind. It's something I do like thinking. I I do think is really interesting about sortition is that it would mean that so many people would end up going back to their communities who would not have been people who have previously served who who traditionally would have served in government, and they go back with a with inarguably a fuller understanding of a process in order to accomplish something in governance. And eventually you have to think that that has a broader impact in the overall like understanding of the population of how government work governance works because more people are going and coming back from it. Um, but yeah. And, and I think that's it. I, a pro to it is like with representative democracy, we have made this decision where it's like, yeah, I don't have time to know anything. I vote. So, you know, it, we've talked about this before in a, a few other pods. Um, but that that I think also does this does mean that we have a population that sometimes that doesn't know, and it's not their fault, and it's you know it's we it's the system we've chosen, um, and they don't. Nece- I'm not saying everybody has to have an interest, but a general level of information of about what you can do towards something um, when rather than just this idea that like all politicians suck and we hate everything, uh, is, is much more productive, right? Like a a general sense Mm -hmm. that there is a process and that there's a way to contribute to it and that maybe you can contribute to it would be, would be better. You could contribute to it. And also like, it's not, I mean, that we, we went through the issue of enthusiasm of like people who don't necessarily have time to do it or don't want to do it, but having, if, especially if it was like, you know, 30 or 40 people in the legislature that are on like two year terms Mm -hmm. and currently a lot of politicians are in for like 8 12 16 20 years it's not uncommon Mm -hmm. right um and so if then if that one mp who's there whose father was also an mp for all his life and this mp has been there for 20 years instead of having all of that experience of being able to be um part of the process all cooped up in one person in those 40 years you could have 20 different people go in mm-hmm. and go back across the country and if you multiply that by you know 40 seats that's like 800 people over those 40 years that's 
I don't know if you, and if, I don't know if you have like many seats and many people going, this is potentially thousands of members who bring back this expertise of leadership and creativity and governing, and they bring it back to their communities. And then you have potentially, they could go on and become a community organizer Mm -hmm. at the municipal level, or if they want to, you know, run their sports league for their kids they have all this new leadership experience and governing knowledge that they might not have been able to have right it's this it's like basically intense like job training Mm -hmm. job experience of like hey you get to go do this cool thing that i think a lot of people would be Mm -hmm. pretty stoked about yeah i think Um, especially if you build in the capabilities for it with uh you know with societal supports like we say we're doing this and we're going to let you go and do this because it's an important part of your citizenship duty similar to what we do with Mm -hmm. jury duty i guess but hopefully with more enthusiasm than jury duty (laughs) yeah like we have like the canada youth council Mm -hmm. and stuff too where it's like a bunch of teenagers from different regions of canada who all come together who get to like experience what being in politics is Mm -hmm. like we have all these mock parliaments and model UNs and all these things as well. And it's like, people are interested who are never actually going to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just let them do it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we're going a little long here. So I just want to give some examples of ways in which randomness is already embedded into our political system. <laughs> okay. okay. Basically, so in Nova Scotia and Yukon mm-hmm. and Prince Edward Island, at the provincial level for an MPP, if the vote is tied mm-hmm. in Yukon and PEI, they flip a coin yeah. to decide which <laughs> which candidate gets the seat. And it's considered like getting one extra vote. In Nova Scotia, they write their names on pieces of paper, mm-hmm. put it into a hat or a box, <laughs> and just pick it out, whoever wins. Just is, is there standards okay. for the box or is it like just a box? No, they're like, just do your best because that's <laughs> it's just... <laughs> They're cowboys, okay? And, okay, so this actually happened. In 2015, in Prince Edward Island, Alan McIsaac, the liberal candidate, beat the conservative candidate, Mary Ellen, by a coin flip. <laughs> like, and this and this guy straight up just goes to Parliament now, and thousands of people who voted for Mary Ellen, their votes <laughs> effectively, it they're like matter. literally yeah. erased and useless. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, all of you guys, you tied and half of you guys don't matter at all. <laughs> like, this happens, right? Edmonton City Council, same thing happened in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and municipal elections do the same thing in New Brunswick and Ontario, as I already said. Uh, so, like, in Canada, that's three provinces at the provincial level, two provinces at the municipal mm-hmm. level. Choose everything by complete, complete randomness. <laughs> because okay? ultimately, at a certain point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah this did actually this happens in canada i mean and i mean this was big in the news when um back in 2016 uh the uh iowa caucus if you remember bernie Mm -hmm. sanders and uh hillary clinton were really close in many in many small regions um and it's just coin flips and i mean that's not doesn't have to be as much of a democratic process no pun intended uh um it's just like a, a a a body choosing who its leader is going to be. So, I mean, in Canada, the um, political party leadership races are not democratic because they don't have to be because it's not it's not a democracy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, this stuff 
does happen. Like we do randomly select people all the time. And and to be fair, when it does happen, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> people are generally kind of upset. They're like, I didn't realize that we were just going to, can we, I mean, a lot of places have runoff elections, mm. right? You, if it ties, you have another election, but that's super expensive. So who cares? Yeah. One member of parliament, you're not going to change anything. Flip a coin, put them yeah. ever, put whoever in there <laughs> and let's get on with our lives. And I think, so I guess to leave on my, like, your your optimistic note is that the good and people will you know they'll come together and it'll be great and i my optimistic note and bring the us thing back to earth Kaylee. That, that is that i i think about how many like how many people would be great leaders that aren't getting a chance to and that we we have like these hmm. characteristics of what a good leader is but that's because they can win in this very particular system that really favors a very particular group of people and how many more people how many leaders could we find different types of leaders that might work better in a in a slightly different system and if is it sortition i don't know i kind of like it alex loves it uh is uh, actively joining (laughs) uh campaign groups at this point uh But I think I'm 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 not joining campaign groups. I'm waiting for all of the all of the randomness in nature to just align and sort of just happen. <laughs> right. Yes, that makes sense. Because I've why does it matter? So much that it it'll just happen. It'll be a coin flip. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, but ultimately, I think rather than getting super frustrated with the way that voting works, uh, I want to. I I like this chance to like think about well, what if we just didn't vote? What if, and, and I'm not advocating for dictatorship. I'm advocating for like an entirely new system. The <laughs> system that the ancient uh, uh, ancients, all Greeks, Greeks, ancient Greeks said, yeah, uh, you know, was, was the true democracy. Yeah. If you're an ordinary person and you're feeling empowered, call your MP, your local MP, send them this episode and yeah. say, it's not that I don't think you're doing a great job. It's that I think anybody could do a great job because your job's not that hard and you might have gotten here by coin flip and also why don't you come on this podcast yeah send them this pod say come defend why you should be in your position and and not one of us uh we'll put them on the hot seat uh and maybe they can convince us that they have value added by their uh law degrees or specific leadership backgrounds that we're discounting um but we're running long, Kaylee. So thank you all for listening to Probably About Politics uh, on this episode about things just happening randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully this one didn't randomly pop up for you. It showed up in your subscription box mm-hmm. on whatever platform you listen on. Um, and if you liked this episode, make sure to uh, like it or rate it or subscribe or send it to a friend, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Maybe send it to like a family member who's like mad about democracy and says all politicians are the same because... They could be a politician too. <laughs> uh, until next time, <laughs> uh, find us on Twitter at probpolitics or send us an email at probablypolitics at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you.